June's Journey is a fascinating hidden object mystery gaming app where you'll play as June Parker, tasked with a daunting obligation, solve your sister's murder. Set in the 1920s, the era of glitz and glam, this family mystery is one for the ages. Everyone's a suspect until your investigation determines otherwise. The clues are all around you, hidden within tricky twists and turns. You'll collect detailed information about each character in your photo album where you'll comb over every detail. You can even join a detective's club to chat and play with others or against them in the detective's league. With hundreds of puzzles to solve, you should probably get started today. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment with highly anticipated new releases. The time is now more than ever to embrace the breathtaking, sinister, and shocking tales that can enthrall you, especially with brand new exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors who are guaranteed to keep you gripped, like Amy Tintera's Listen for the Lie. With exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors, captivating sound design, and dynamic performances, Audible brings these stories to life like never before. And as a member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Say goodbye to performance-robbing engine deposits with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. Hate to break it to you, but lower-grade fuel can leave deposits in your engine that build up over time and leave your engine's performance severely lacking. Thankfully, Shell V-Power Nitro Plus removes up to 100% of performance-robbing deposits with continuous use in gasoline direct-injection engine fuel injectors. Download the Shell app today to find your nearest Shell station and rejuvenate your engine with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. Fuel up at Shell. Tonight, we will never The powerful performances from the BET Awards and... Our first look at Jennifer Hudson's new role as Aretha Franklin. Plus, daytime Emmy surprises. Winner Kelly Clarkson's message to her estranged husband. I cannot believe it. Then Ellen looking ahead to retirement and talking plans to change her show. This is uh, a responsibility. Plus, Katy Perry's rock-bottom confession. It literally, like, kind of broke me in half. Then Oprah's new roommate, why Gail King moved in. We left you food in the refrigerator. And our exclusive with John Stamos, his Fourth of July tribute to first responders. E.T., how do you like my mask? I think my wife made this. Hello and welcome. You know, it really was a busy award show weekend. Lots of news to get to. Everything from Kelly Clarkson's divorce to Ellen's retirement to Beyonce's call to action. Beyonce, thank you for everything that you've done for black culture. I want to dedicate this award to all of my brothers out there, all of my sisters out there inspiring me. Your voices are being heard. We have to continue to do this together. Beyonce accepted BET's Humanitarian Award with an inspiring 61-second speech that we're told she recorded from home. We have to vote like our life depends on it. But it was her surprise drop of a trailer for her new visual album that stirred up the beehive. You can't wear a crown with your head down. It's called Black is King, and the film for Disney Plus reimagines lessons of The Lion King. Beyonce says that during the year it took to make the film, there were moments where she, quote, 
felt overwhelmed. It was also a big night for Beyonce's eight-year-old daughter, Blue Ivy, who alongside mom won her first major music award. And the winner of the BET Her Award is Brown Skin Girl by Beyonce featuring Blue Ivy Carter. Brown Skin Girl, skin just like And Jennifer Hudson building buzz around her upcoming role as Aretha Franklin. After channeling the Queen of Soul during her BET performance, we got our first look at J-Hud in the new trailer for the movie Respect about Aretha's life. That is like my ideal dream role. Aretha, you do talk, don't you? Not just sing. I like you to call me Miss Franklin. Aretha handpicked her for the role, and Jennifer told us she hopes the movie will be as big for her as Dreamgirls was. I don't even think I could really put it into words how much it means to me. Most of all, to just be able to, like, pay tribute to the Queen, you know, and then to be able to be a part of such a special thing. Another tribute, Wayne Brady honoring the late Little Richard. Good golly, Miss Molly! Wayne shot his performance at home and told Nichelle how he tried to recreate the extraness that was Little Richard. He created this art form that was born out of, it was a frenetic energy. There's a reason that when you heard the first bit of Lucy, <laughs> it like did, did this and went all down. It's that true. Comedian Amanda Seals rocked 13 different looks for the show, all of them from black designers. We will never and in a night full of extremely powerful performances, John Legend, Alicia Keys, this one was unforgettable. Even if I told you, still wouldn't understand what happened. baby and Roddy Rich delivered a poignant and touching Black Lives remix version of their number one hit, Rockstar. Better let me go today, you need me. A powerful show all the way around. Well, let's move on now to this weekend's other big awards show, the Daytime Emmys. Now, Kelly Clarkson may be headed for a divorce, but she is full of thanks for her soon-to-be ex. Kelly Clarkson. Look, mom had paid off. I mean, we're winners right now. That's awesome. So, you know, talking got me to winning. I cannot believe it. It's our first season, so thank you so much to the Academy. Kelly's win comes three weeks after filing for divorce from husband and executive producer Brandon Blackstock. 36 minutes after picking up Emmy Gold, Kelly tweeted Brandon saying, thank you so much for believing in me and convincing me to do the Kelly Clarkson show. Think there might be a reconciliation? That's unlikely. Kelly's wedding ring is still gone. And the Emmy goes to... Alex Trebek. Jeopardy's Alex Trebek took home the gold for Outstanding Game Show Host. Speaking as one who has now been nominated 32 times and has won seven times, I think I can say with some degree of authority that winning is nicer. The 79-year-old who's battling stage four pancreatic cancer looked healthy and even shaved the beard he had going last week when he was spotted at Home Depot with his family. Check out his personalized hard hat. I can honestly say I never expected to win a daytime Emmy from my house. Kevin presented Ellen DeGeneres with her 17th daytime Emmy, but did she just hint she might be ready to retire from hosting when her contract's up in 2022? I intend to use the next two years of my show as a platform for change to amplify voice of black people and people of color and to educate my audience. CBS led with 19 wins in all, including Best Drama Series for The Young and the Restless. 
And big congrats go to our friend and special correspondent, Heather Tom, winning Outstanding Lead Actress in a Drama Series. Number six, how about that? Kelsey Grammer called my name and I was just like, what? <laughs> and I'm yelling for James, I'm like, James, James, Zane, anybody? Like Zane's downstairs watching like Paw Patrol or whatever, you know, and so I, yeah. And then James was at home, he's on bike ride. <laughs> I know everybody so, yeah. had to put speeches in ahead of time. Like, that's kind of, I think that's kind of weird. I won't lie. It was odd to have to, like, record a speech beforehand. I did it, but it felt a little a little awkward. But, you know, whatever. Everyone had to do it. And actually, it was kind of amazingly fun, considering yeah. I was in my bedroom. And the Emmy goes to. And the Emmy goes to. The Emmy goes to. This year's award ceremony looked a lot different. No red carpet and socially distant presentations. So how exactly did they pull off handing out 19 awards? Even the presenters weren't allowed to know who the winners were. So when they were recording their presentation of each category, they had to open five envelopes, one for every possible outcome, wow. for only the editor to know which one made it into the show. Mm -hmm. Neither the hosts, the presenters, nor the nominees themselves knew who won until they watched with the fans on Friday night. Well, we were definitely watching, going for Emmy win number five. And the Emmy goes to... Da-da-da-da-da-da! Entertainment Tonight! Man, we are all so grateful. And you know that Gail's grateful too because she just reunited with Oprah. This weekend, she left New York after four months of quarantine and arrived at her new home, Oprah's California estate. Hi! Nice to see you! Stay in the car! How long do we have to do this? We'll see y'all tomorrow. I'm thrilled to be in California where you can walk in the grass, roll around in the grass. I had no idea how much I missed it so much. Gail told us almost three weeks ago that she was considering swapping coasts. Has it been weird not getting to see Oprah? Like not Oh, God. Yes, Kevin, yes. I just said to Oprah the other day, I just said, you know, I'm, I've been in my home. What if I did the news from your guest house? Is that an option? Mull that over. And she said, yes, I could come. It'd be great to come to California. Asking for a friend, like if you know, if there's a guest house that I could stay in. I'm starting to feel, how shall we say, the wear and the tear and the wear and tear and the heaviness of it. It does, it weighs on me. I cannot sleep. Uh, I feel a constant state of worry and angst. You're welcome to come here. I think that would actually help you coming here because we're outside every day, Gail. The besties may be reunited, but they're still social distancing and being cautious. You have to be quarantined for 14 days now. Following the rules, social distancing. Taking our COVID test on Wednesday so we can join the big people table. Nothing comes close to the golden coast. Yeah, California girl Katy Perry may have said it best, but she also just revealed that only a few years ago, she was in a deep depression, struggling with thoughts of suicide. Gratitude is probably the thing that saved my life because if I didn't find that, I would have wallowed in my own sadness and probably just jumped. I had given so much out and I, I, it literally like kind of broke me in half. I had broken up with my boyfriend who's now my baby daddy to be. And then I was like excited about flying high off of the next record and the, and the record didn't get me high anymore. And so like 
I just crashed. Katie, who is expecting to give birth to a daughter this summer, said that hitting rock bottom in 2017 is what helped her mentally recover. It was so important for me to be broken so that I could find my wholeness in a whole different way and, and be you know, more dimensional than just like living my life like a thirsty pop star all the time. to Adele. White tee, gray glittered sweatpants, and holding an electric fan. The 32-year-old singer posted these new photos. When one fan asked if this shot meant she'd be dropping new music soon, she responded, Corona ain't over, I'm quarantining. Wear a mask and be patient. This is the first time we've seen Adele since she revealed her stunning weight loss on May 5th and looks like she hasn't gotten rid of her old wardrobe. She pulled out the dress she wore at the 2016 Glastonbury Festival and appeared to be reliving the performance from her living room. She captioned the shot, five ciders in. Five? Okay, Adele. Well, now to John Stamos, who's giving E.T. an exclusive sneak peek at his 4th of July plans. I was like, wow. Big surprises from his Independence Day special and his life at home with his two-year-old son. He just wants to laugh. <laughs> then I was supposed to be back in uh, in August. Paula Abdul's plans for a Vegas return. Rehearsing with distancing and wearing masks. And good morning, my neighbors. Coming to America marks a milestone. New details about the sequel more than three decades in the making. I think it's funnier than the first one. Pardon me? Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier. We hope you're enjoying the ET podcast. Be sure to watch Entertainment Tonight every weeknight for all the latest entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. My wife and my son made this for you guys. Oh, Nicole. Adorable. Thank you. We love you. ET, how do you like my mask? Yeah, things are pretty different as John Stamos heads into the studio to host this year's A Capital Fourth. He's got the mask and booties, and he and co-host Vanessa Williams practiced social distancing while they were filming in D.C. Vanessa and I were like, you know, further than six feet apart. It was too, you know, was like, hey, Vanessa, how, how you doing? I'm good, John, I'm, you know. This is John's third time hosting the PBS special, which will feature performances from stars including Trace Adkins, Patti LaBelle, and Chrissy Metz. There's also a tribute to the first responders on the front lines of the COVID crisis. You see these, these people, you know, risking their lives for, for us. You really go like, what, what matters? Got so much stuff that we thought was so important is not. Except for my hair. The quarantine also helped this 56-year-old first-time dad put his work and family life into perspective. His son, Billy, is now two. I have a sh new show called Big Shot on um, Disney Plus, and I started that, and that's an hour show, so I'm at work 12, 13, 14 hours a day, and I was like, I don't know if I could do this being away from him. I would have never got this amount of time with my son during you know these formative years of, of his. He just wants to laugh, and he's, he's doing impressions now. <laughs> Rock and roll, Bill. Rock and roll. That baby is too cute, rock and roll. And speaking of rock and roll, this reminds me of a story Paula Abdul just told us that you do not want to miss. 
when Paula met Keanu. He was air guitaring full on in his underwear. What you never knew about their rush, rush romance. Then, here's where it gets interesting. Days of Thunder hit theaters 30 years ago. We were on the set when Tom Cruise met Nicole Kidman. I am involved with, um, with Tom Cruise, yes. She is so extremely talented. was watching Rush Rush, and I kind of forgot that Keanu was in it. Yep. I hadn't met him yet, and I wanted to introduce myself to him. I walked up the steps to knock on the door, and the door was cracked open, and he had headphones on, and he was air guitaring full on in his underwear. And I just was like, okay, I'm gonna back out. I'll meet him, I'll meet him on set. I can't believe it's nearly three decades since that video came out, and all these years later, Paula's getting back into the music video game with a remake of this song. The new version includes fan quarantine proposals and weddings. It's a celebration of pride. Inclusion. Love is love. And I wanted to remind people that you all deserve to be celebrated. And I had the perfect song for that. And you know, every time I watch the video, it just warms my heart. During the pandemic, Paula's been taking online dance classes, keeping herself ready. Yes, even though Vegas has reopened, her residency at the Flamingo is still on hold. This can be different uh, rehearsing, you know, and rehearsing with distancing and wearing masks. We're gonna have to get in great shape in order to do that. I was supposed to be back in August, but that's not gonna happen. Maybe the end of next year, who knows? That's okay, Paula. Whenever you get back to the residency, fine by me. I am forever your girl. And so much to celebrate for Paula. The Straight Up video just turned 31 years old. And Kevin, there was a celebrity cameo in that video too from her ex, Arsenio Hall. Kelty, and if you remember, that's when Arsenio was fresh off of coming to America. And now we're getting ready for the sequel. And if you don't believe it's going to be great, well then just listen to Eddie. Good morning, my neighbors! Which one of your characters do you get the most that people come to ask you about? Not characters, movie. The movie that people the most is coming to America. I was gonna say. After 32 years, Eddie listened to the people and he's making a bold prediction for the sequel. Aha! I think it's funnier than the first one. Excuse me? Those are fighting words. Yeah, I think it's funnier than the first one. Because a lot of those characters that you just saw like in like the like Randy Watson. Thank you. The Bobbers. Mm-hmm. That's right. They had like small roles in the other movie, and then they got bigger parts. Pretty much everybody's back, and a bunch of new characters. You and Wesley Snipes. Yes, yes, I'm doing a different character there. Oh. I have something special for you <laughs> from General Easy. <laughs> I'm going to make it easy for you. <laughs> Snipes will be playing a bad guy and brother of one of the original's most memorable characters. That Wesley Simpson is my brother. I was shocked too. I didn't know that either. 32 years ago, I didn't know I had a brother. Other newcomers include Leslie Jones, Tracy Morgan, and up and comer Kiki Lane. What can you tell us? What can you tell us? Come on. A lot of laughs. Beep. You're going to see some, some familiar faces from the first film. You say one more word about Lisa here, and I'm going to break my foot off in your royal ass. Pardon me? 
cannot wait for this movie. And if you want to talk about another movie to help kick off the 90s, how about Days of Thunder? It is also the place where Tom Cruise found his heart racing for his leading lady, Nicole Kidman. There's only one woman in the movie, right? Yes. I thought you weren't going to watch. I lied. Nicole Kidman, but uh, she's a very strong character. I mean, she is so extremely talented. She just has a real presence. Tom handpicked this fresh-faced 22-year-old Australian actress for her breakout role. Their chemistry was so electric, their on-screen romance went off-script behind the scenes. Now here's where it gets interesting. Yes, I am involved with, um, with Tom Cruise, yes. We didn't become involved till very late in the film anyway. Are you prepared for what could happen to your career? after being in a huge blockbuster hit? Um, no. <laughs> I, I don't know how you would prepare for it. Hopefully, it, it will be a stepping stone for me to do some other work here. Days of Thunder helped push NASCAR into the mainstream. 30 years later, they find themselves back in the news as they confront issues of racial equality. Bubba Wallace is the only full-time black driver. We all basically don't like each other when the race starts but we always show the utmost respect off the racetrack, and I'm proud to be a part of the NASCAR family. You know, racing, there's something very heroic about the drivers. Almost like, you know, modern-day gladiators, modern-day Ben-Hur. It's almost like the last American hero-type sport. All right, let's keep the movie reunions going. The cast of Ferris Bueller's Day Off got back together, and it was a wild one. Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier. We hope you're enjoying the ET podcast. Be sure to watch Entertainment Tonight every weeknight for all the latest entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Josh Gad got the whole cast of Ferris Bueller's Day Off back together for Reunited Apart. And they actually spill some pretty cool secrets. Take care, everybody. Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. Just the, the insurance alone was so astronomical to have a real Ferrari that then they wound up giving us these kit cars. Yeah, it was a Ford. It was a it was a Ford with a plastic Ferrari glued on top of it. Yeah. Early on in the filming, my knee exploded. So I was basically limping for the last two months of the Oh my God. Before or after the dance? Before. E.T. was actually there in Chicago and so was Jennifer Grey, even though she's not in the scene. I went and I totally disguised myself. As an autograph hound, right? And I just like was going up to everyone to see if I could get into the movie as this autograph hound. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings early and ad-free on Wondery Plus. Hey everybody, John Stewart here. I am here to tell you about my new podcast, The Weekly Show, coming out every Thursday. We're going to be talking about the uh, election, earnings calls. What are they talking about on these earnings calls? We're going to be talking about ingredient to bread ratio on sandwiches. I know you have a lot of options as far as podcasts go, but how many of them come out on Thursday? Listen to The Weekly Show with Jon Stewart wherever you get your podcasts.